This is Fred Stoller. You may know me from Seinfeld, Dumb and Dumber, Get Off the Phone, Everybody Loves Raymond, and the original OG Thrill Seeker. You know what I did? I'm going to rent a movie. I'm not going to rewind it. That's why I love this podcast. You are listening to Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Oh, yeah. I used to just uh, return videos and not rewind them. Screw that late fee. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. How you doing, Mike? Good. How about you? <laughs> I am better than Ezra. Um, <laughs> do, do Ed Fred Solar say Mike, then Mark? Yeah, I heard him. That's a in little... case he ran out of time, he would still have Mike in there. <laughs> But it appears that he has plenty of time. Yeah, he does. He's got a lot of time on his hands. Now, we, we opened the show that way as a special Thanksgiving, uh, you know, treat for everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, we're going to talk about all the uh, great Thanksgiving movies, uh, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Haven't seen it. Yeah. All right, that's it. No, actually, in honor of... What about Eli Roth's uh, Thanksgiving in uh, in the movie, um, you know, the... Uh, the movie with uh, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, Gore House or Splatter House or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, um, Grindhouse? Yes. One of the uh, fake trailers is a movie called Thanksgiving <laughs> about like a murderer on Thanksgiving, like a slasher film. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, it's pretty of, funny if you watch it. There's not a lot of Thanksgiving stuff out there, but in honor of Thanksgiving. The Crucible? In honor of Thanksgiving, I found. Uh, um, Rolling Stones top 1,000 Thanksgiving songs. So thank you. Here we go, number 1,000. Uh, There's no place like home for the holidays. And end of list. The, <laughs> the uh, top 100 comedians of all time. Number one, Sarah Cooper. There you go. Oh, Sarah Cooper. Yeah, she's she's. Big, we should have right? watched that. I've, I've heard nothing but bad reviews of the show. She did. Well, Netflix. I mean, what's, you know, how is it not the best business decision ever to take someone who uh, lip syncs? Uh, lip syncs? Yeah, lip syncs President Ask Trump. Ask Millie Vanilli's agent about that. Right. She lip syncs President Trump's interviews and makes funny faces while doing it. And yeah, give her a comedy show. She's obviously shown her comedic chops on TikTok. You know, uh, Vanilli was actually singing. Oh, was he? Just Millie? Millie wasn't? But no. Vanilli was giving it his all? No, neither of them were. <laughs> no, they weren't. Blaming on the rain and uh, faulty tapes. But yeah, I, I thought that was a really bad idea. I, I don't dis... Like, I saw some of her videos, and I was like, oh, that's mildly humorous. But, like, that's not a talent. There are so many people that on TikTok that take John Mulaney clips or take whatever TV shows or whatever. And they're like, okay, I'm just solar clips. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm get just, just going to milli vanilli these clips and I'm going to get, uh, you know, millions of people to like my videos for some reason. That's not talent. Yeah. There was some, uh, back when people used to just, uh, write dumb things on the internet instead of a uh, video of them. Mm -hmm. Um, there was this guy who just like literally word for word stole one of uh, Patrice O'Neill's like uh, stand up routines, and mm. it was like he was just called out uh, so aggressively. It was pretty funny. Oh, Netflix didn't give him a deal. Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> you know, TikTok is one of those things where like 
you have to like if you want to be popular on TikTok, it's one of three things. Either, you know, just blind luck, kind of like uh, Sarah Cooper, uh, or you have to be like insanely talented and and have just like this really unique thing or uh, third way, be a mildly attractive woman. How many people have succeeded via the second round? <laughs> Not many. Mostly, I don't know. I'm mostly cool it's TikTok. Mo- mostly it's blind luck or uh, you know uh, prostatots um, twerking. Ah, oh, prostatots. That sounds like a very horrible business in Thailand. <laughs> That's Disney's business model, isn't it? Or on uh, Jeffrey Epstein's island, which uh, Bill Clinton visited quite a few times. Oh yeah. That's true. Jo- was Joe Rogan ever Killing there? on. Was Joe, uh, probably. was Joe Rogan ever there serving elk meat? <laughs> well, that's fucked up, man. Hey, try some uh, psychedelics and a little bit of elk meat, and uh, we're good. Uh, uh, wait a second. When I type in Joe Rogan. Dave Chappelle was on Joe Rogan the other day. Was he? Yeah, with Donald Rawlings. Epstein, Epstein's private chef, Adam Perry Lang, is on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Really? Apparently at one point, yeah. I, I, how much do you want to bet? That was that? How much do you want to bet he asked him if he served elk meat on that island? Oh, I doubt it. Oh, my goodness. He's actually pretty good at staying on task with people that are strangers to him, but like with his friends, like, oh, fucking elk meat. I've been fast. Yeah. You're good. Exactly. I, mean, I, I'll, I, I, I kind of feel like he has the same guest over and over, and a lot of the guests that are new are just ones that are just so like uh, specific with like, you know, their niche that I just am not interested, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, Chappelle, I'll, I'll watch it. And my wife still wants to watch the uh, one with Kanye West. We listened to a little bit of it. Oh, Kanye. That's got to be fun. Did they do a recount on his votes yet? Right. Yeah, I think. Uh, didn't Kanye win the state of denial? He still hasn't conceded. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a dad joke, if there ever was one. Um, no, I did hear that. Denial's the- a river, not a state, Mark. <laughs> I did. Get into- a geography book once choice. I did hear that um, apparently Trump has indicated to the Biden uh, people that he's going to start transitioning now. Oh, geez. First Bruce uh, Jenner, now this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess I should say start the transition from oh, okay. one administration to the other. But yes. I mean, they took one uh, top athlete, and by they, I don't know who that they is. But I'm, sure so- I'm sure someone can tell me who it is. Uh, big, big trans. The big yeah, trans the, community. Yeah, the uh, the hormone industry is really uh, <laughs> really happy about this. I mean, they're just cranking it out now. Right. Uh, did well, you- actually, I read something that was kind of nice. Uh, you know, nice news once in once in a while. Um, I read that. Uh, I guess I, I didn't realize this because I get he has a podcast too. Because who doesn't? I'm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Mike Tyson, I guess, had defended like uh, Dwayne Wade's like daughter to like this this uh, little Boosie rapper. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He has his own rap snacks, though, so he's obviously a big deal. He's got his own rap snacks. Yeah, rap snacks. They're the potato chips uh, with wrappers on the label. Are you not familiar with rap snacks, Mark? Oh my God, no, I, I don't know. I've never heard of this. Huh. I, I guess they don't have those up in that ivory tower, huh? <laughs> How many rap snacks have you eaten in your life? Oh, none of the flavors appeal to me, but I've seen quite a few of them. Once I get a good... I mean, there's a Louisiana Heat one that might be okay. I think that's Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be Master P, though. I don't remember which. Where do they, um, but yeah, none they of the flavors uh, look that good to me. No 
Uh, at FUBU. I, I don't know that there's a FUBU store, at least uh, not in this uh, century. <laughs> I'm on the ramp uh, But they're, uh, they're like gas stations. Yeah, somebody on- who does uh, Southern Heat, please. Honey, honey, uh, a cookout barbecue sauce by um, Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Cardi B. I know Cardi B has one. Um, shit, what's Fetty Wap has one? I haven't heard of half these people. I don't know who Fetty Wap is. Do the does the insane oh, clown posse have one? I don't think they do. It's it's really not like a giant like a you know selection of rappers, but uh, I mean they do have like notorious big as some might call them. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not a Tupac one as as far as I know, um, but he seems to be like the non. I mean, I guess in a sense you could say he's contemporary, but I mean he's not like you know he's the only one who's not like actively alive and rapping. Cardi B's got uh, honey drip butter popcorn. I bet she does. Yeah, that's... Uh, no, I, I'm not uh, attracted to her in the slightest, but good for her. Uh, let's see. She also has cheddar barbecue potato chips, which is much less suggestive. See, that doesn't, that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. Cheddar barbecue? That, that's a combo that I don't really think I would like. Yeah, I like regular... Now, this Louisiana heat cheese puffs... Oh, sounds, regular? What does that mean? No, I like regular barbecue. Regular honey barbecue is... is I, I want cheddar. I don't think I've had honey... Bar- I mean, I like the honey barbecue, like... Uh, what is uh who makes that lays i don't know some some no no like a, a actual barbecue sauce oh um, so there's a barbecue sauce that's honey barbecue that i like but i've never had it on a chip uh I, I, the little boosty one actually looks sweet kind, baby rays kind of, yeah sweet baby rays does make good barbecue sauce but the little boosty one actually looks interesting to me the louisiana heat cheese puffs i think that that's the one i think i'd try oh that is a little boosty okay are are these cheese puffs uh, transphobic as well? <laughs> is he transphobic? I don't know. Well, I no, mean, actually, they're 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 uh, they're African American rappers, so you know that that community is not super super open to homosexuality and trans and trans stuff. It was actually actually I don't disagree with his comments. He wasn't ups- He said, "Hey, if he about uh, Lil Wayne or not Lil Wayne? I'm sorry, Dwayne Wade's." Uh, Daughter, I guess. I, I don't know what the correct terminology is. I'll just use what the uh, PC people use so I don't get in trouble. Dwayne Wade's daughter? Oh, yeah, his, oh, uh, his are... son is like... Tri- oh, I, I got gotcha. His uh, son. Yeah, yeah. Wink, wink, daughter. I didn't... Um, uh, but yeah, so like I, didn't, he... I didn't realize that, that Dwayne Wade had had a son, uh, uh, you know, a child that was born a son and sure. now has transitioned to a girl. Right, but yeah, but, yeah, but, but uh, little Boosie's comments, I, I don't disagree with. He said he he was mostly upset at the fact that he's like twelve. I mean, I don't know that they're you know providing hormones and surgery and all that kind of stuff yet. But I mean, he's like, you know, if you're eighteen, I don't care. But I mean, twelve—that's too young to like you know cut your parts off—is what he said. And I, I I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, I think twelve twelve's a little twelve's a little young. You're, I mean, you're getting closer, I guess. And I mean, I don't think any. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, if if I, I don't know anything about this, obviously, but I mean, if it, it, I, can't, I can't imagine how horrible it would be to feel that you were the wrong gender. I mean, yeah. if you, I mean, you know, like people say, like, oh, I knew it was. I mean, I I never thought of it as anyway. But I mean, I, I've known I was straight since a very young age. So mm. why wouldn't somebody know they were the wrong gender? Or you know, obviously, people who are like homosexual or bisexual generally know that at a pretty young age. But, I mean, at the yeah. same time, I, it's hard to say because there's a lot of weird, like, stuff. I mean, actually, one of the guests Joe Rogan had that I'd like to watch was a woman who said, like, there's, like, this really, like, surge in, like, you know, uh, gender reassignment surgeries. And she said there's a lot of people who, like, are peer pressured into it. I mean, I, I haven't heard it. And I don't know how accurate it is, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, here's the thing about I guess alchemy prevents it. 
here's the thing about the whole transgendered uh, thing. Um, I fear two straight white guys in their forties know all we need. To, you know, you need to know about this topic. Yeah. Well, honestly, if you, well, if one you, if you want the non uh, if you want the the non PC opinion or whatever, and uh, listen, I I support the transgendered community and all that stuff. I think that. You should be able to use whatever bathroom you want. I don't see give a fuck to me. About that. To me, I don't care. It's your body. You live one time. Do what you want. Mm. Whatever makes you happy, as long as it doesn't harm anybody else. And that doesn't harm anybody else. I mean, yeah. unless the other person's like weird, like you know, religious slash cultural. I mean, it, honestly, it's mostly religious people that are upset by this, right? I would assume so. Yeah, but I do worry that there is that. Like, I don't think homosexuality is a choice. Obviously, um, this by definition. You know, you're if you're changing stuff, you're choosing it now. Uh, whether or not you actually are mentally a different gender than you were born as, um, you know that's that's not something you would cho- you choose, obviously. But I do wonder that, or I do worry that this is one of those things that's more likely to be a fad than like homosexuality is. Just a fad. Yeah, exactly. Because because there is such a huge rise in it. And I wonder, is there such a huge rise in it because it's becoming more mainstream and it's becoming more accepted? Or is there a huge, huge rise in it because it's, you, you know, some it's not necessarily I don't want to say necessarily a fad, but, you know, like there I'm I bet you there are some kids out there that are like I identify as a boy. And it's a girl that's just a tomboy. You know what I mean? Like not that it isn't actually male gendered, just not the traditional tradition, you know, like traditional ideal of whatever females are supposed to be. Kind of thing. It's, it's, it's always, it, you'll, they'll figure out at some point, like I'm sure you can do it statistic wise, but I mean, I mean, like with p- police brutality, it, I don't think there's been an increase in it. It's just, you know, we're all more connected on us, yeah. especially now that everybody's in their house, you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time. Right. Then, you know, I mean, that's, you know, it, it's just, I think just more aware. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know, it's it's interesting, but no offense, I'm not that interested. I'm not interested enough to really dive deep into the topic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't necessarily, here's the thing, like, I don't necessarily need to become super educated on it. So you guys can save your fucking letters, but um, but because because I take that position where it's like I don't need to be super educated on it, then I just I I defer to the advocates of that of this cause. Basically, See, I think that's a mistake too. Because I mean that, that any any situation where there's like no tolerance for you know a difference of opinion is a bad situation because you can't like like again, Lil Boosie, his comments to me were not super offensive. I mean, yes, I I think. Sometimes, not that I'm saying Zaya is, you know, confused or anything, but I mean, sometimes someone that young could be confused, you know, and you should wait to, to, and again, I don't know if the waves are even doing hormones or, you know, surgeries, but I mean, I I would think you would wait. I mean, of course, I'm not in the position. So again, if I were, you know, a 12 year old, you know, who felt they were the wrong gender, maybe I I couldn't wait to get, you know, this kind of stuff. But I I don't know. It's just uh, it, it's just a very uh, to me. I, I I'm I don't think that's a, as offensive as I guess the other people might. Yeah, I think I think that it's it's healthy to look look for a lot of us. This is all new. Okay, so like for the transgendered person out there that's listening to this, you've gone through your personal struggles. Uh, you know, you deserve to be. 
uh, like, you know, to be looked at, to be understood and everything, and to be able to have a voice to tell your story. I agree with all that stuff. But at the same time, you have to realize for a lot of us who aren't transgendered or who don't know anyone that's transgendered, this stuff's really new to us. So, you know, you kind of, if you want to make progress in society, it's a good idea to make allies and to just kind of like, Continue to educate us, you know, like, uh, you know, continue to talk to us about, um, you know, like th- what, what you're going through and, and, and things, you know, and, and be patient with, with us and let us ask questions. Like if we have, if we have questions or difference of opinions, you know, like people, people on either side shouldn't be sh- shouted down. They, you know, there should be an open dialogue between the two sides. Yeah, often it's the same people who are marginalized who just want to, you know, it's not that they are, you know, actively trying to marginalize somebody else, but generally that's what happens. I mean, it's if there's no dialogue, then there's no progress. I mean, I, I don't know that it'll happen in my lifetime. I'm guessing no, but I would love to live in a post-racial, post-national, post-sex you know, society. But, mm. I mean, to get there, we have to, you know, talk to each other. Yeah, that's the big thing that's not happening right now is dialogue between anybody. No, it's all these various uh, echo chambers, etc. Mm-hmm. And it's a quote Joe Rogan. And it's very easy to to mobilize on social media and be like, "Here's my side." Yeah, it's easy to retweet or like something. It's not mm-hmm. easy to you know actually make a you know difference. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I'm I'm tired of talking about this. Are you? Uh, do you have an IMDb game? <laughs> uh yeah. Give me one second, and I will uh, I will pull one up. Um. I think that you're going to uh, to really be into this um, this IMDb game today. Um, That'll be a relief. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked our guest last week. Uh, I I am terrible with names. I, I think the one was Haley. What was the other guy's name? Was it John? Justin, Jacob. Justin. Justin. I knew I had a J, but I really liked the mirror. Yeah, Justin and Hallie from Quiz and Hers, they, they're great. Fun. Oh, Hallie. Yeah, th- yeah, that makes sense, the spelling. Yeah, I should have thought of that. Uh, Although, traditionally, for me, Hallie is H-A-L-L-E, or L- H-A-L-E with Hallie Berry. That's the only other person I know with that name. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hmm. Uh, but speaking of Hallie... Hallie Comet. Speaking of Hallie Berry, she's not, she's not in this movie. Ah, damn it, I was going to guess Swordsfish. But uh, a couple of references to premature ejaculation is this american pie welcome to oh wrong one <laughs> no, <laughs> no not american pie um, american pie 2 <laughs> close american but pie 3 a young woman is there a third one uh there's like three or four yeah oh god a young woman who looks 20ish kisses a young boy on the lips hmm I'm going to go with Ronan. No. Or I guess Ronin is a proper pronunciation. Is that really how it's pronounced? According to the X-Files, which I would think is more correct than a Robert De Niro movie. Sure. Although, to be fair, I don't think they ever pronounced the word in there. There's no titular line, if you would. No. No, I don't think so. We've got to get these cars uh, through Italy, or it's going to be a Ronin. They what were they doing? They were smuggling some sort of uh, briefcase. I don't know what the fuck was happening in that movie. There was a briefcase and like fifty car chases. I remember Bill was pissed that we never got to see what was inside the briefcase. <laughs> it's 
It's like it doesn't matter, Bill. It, it, who cares? Don't show him Pulp Fiction. It's uh, yeah, it's Quentin Tarantino's soul in the briefcase, or any movie that doesn't have like a hundred percent exposition of what they're doing at yeah. all times. Right. Uh, let's see. A car crashes through a building, and women in lingerie flee the room. Ah, this sounds familiar. Is it Police Academy? No. Uh, a house explodes and kills two police officers, though. I think this is Lethal Weapon. No. Uh, there's a large-scale car chase towards the beginning of the film, with several vehicles blowing up and several people getting shot. One car crashes into an ice cream truck, and an ice cream cone stabs a bad guy in the back of the head and kills him. Jeez. Uh, I'm guessing this is one of the uh, um, Naked Gun movies. No. Although you're you're closer. If you merge... Naked Gun and um, Lethal Weapon, you're 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 much closer. Is it Loaded Weapon? No, that that would be the the perfect merge of those two. That literally is the merge of yeah. those two. <laughs> Real Dennis girls. Uh, a shootout takes place at a funeral, but no one is hit. Many people fire weapons at the main character, uh, who avoids the shots. It's meant to be funny. Is this Johnny Dangerously? No. I don't remember the ice cream thing. I I don't know that I've seen this movie, but it's possible that I have. Uh, let's see. Profanity. At the end of the film, uh, the main character's boss yells, doing a fucking tango up and down my Hershey Highway while hilarious and spoken quickly. It's tough to catch, but it's there. Uh, is it tango and cash? No, but you're getting closer. Uh, cocksucking is used once, which is surprising from a PG-13 movie. But it said so quickly, you most likely won't pick up on it at first. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China? No. Get closer still. Well, you said closer something Kurt Russell. <laughs> no, no, it's not Kurt Russell, but it's it's s- same type of genre. Uh, Slater, or, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Oh, oh, really? Okay, I, I, I obviously know what it is now. Um, I don't remember that ice cream thing. It's Last Action Hero. Yes, it's Last Action Hero. That's uh, I, I've seen that movie quite a few times. I'm surprised I don't recall that part. They got me with the saying Slater over and over and over again in these fucking things. Uh, then my next one was going to be uh, a young boy is threatened with a switchblade and then handcuffed while a robber ransacks his home. See, I might have gotten on that one. Yeah, I was kind of thinking. Once I introduced the idea that there's a young kid in it, too. Yeah. Last Action Hero. Quite a film. Good movie. Yeah. I was uh, I was on Reddit earlier, and like it was like, what movie is the, uh, you know, that really just kind of like cheers you up is what it was. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I said Hot Fuzz, because that movie just like, you know, it's a fun movie. But uh, someone was talking about, like, uh, Galaxy Quest, and they said they had a friend who did not like Galaxy Quest. And who the fuck doesn't like Galaxy Quest? I don't like Tim Allen, and I love Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I, I don't get that either. Because, like you, I'm not a big... I'm I, not I, a I big... don't like Star Trek yeah. either, but it's a... F- I was going to say, you don't like Star Trek either, which is even, you know, more of a... Uh, more of proof that, you know... I don't know who can't like that movie. That's such a great movie. The obvious reference. And I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm just a Kevin McDonald completist, but I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a really good movie. Yeah. The, <laughs> there's, um, uh, there's, I can't remember where 
I, I might have seen this on Reddit too. I'm not sure. But somebody was talking about, or no, it was a video, I think. Someone was talking about um, uh, Alan Rickman on the set of Galaxy Quest. And they did this scene, and I guess at one point Tim Allen, like, he was getting super emotional. And he was like, I can't, I can't handle, uh, you know, this. I got to stop for a minute. And he went back to his trailer, and Alan Rickman goes, by God, I think he just experienced acting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I was reading, uh, but it, like someone was said, like uh, he was just kind of like an asshole. He would go around, he's like, "Hey, I'm number one on the call sheet," and like you know, show up to get like his makeup done. Before, you know, Alan Rickman probably had like you know hours, even though it didn't look like it was super elaborate. I'm sure mm-hmm. it still took a long time to do his makeup and shit. But just he sounded like an asshole, which is a no shock to me. No, yeah, I I can't imagine he's a very pleasant person to be around. Uh snitches. Right. He he needs stitches, right? Jeez, Lilo and stitches. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, I think I. Right. I think I found it actually. What movie is the best antidepressant? What's that? the The number one answer is Cool Runnings. I've never seen that movie. It's fine. I mean, it doesn't seem interesting enough to. I mean, I guess you could say like you know one of those like. It, it's funny, like a. You know, men always like you know comment on women like, oh, they love all these dramas. But what's more dramatic than sports? You know, even a sports movie is super dramatic. Even when you know, obviously, well, not obviously, because in movies like uh, Major League and the Bad News Bears, they don't actually end up winning in the end. But That's I mean, true. you know, for the most part, you know, especially a movie like with a city of Kurt Russell with a title like Miracle, you know, what's going to happen there. <laughs> but <laughs> well, even even watching that, you know, even though I, I really don't care that much about the fucking nineteen eighty four Olympics, even watching that, it's like, yeah, but it's like you already know the outcome, right? Well, I guess like Apollo 13, too, right? Like, we know what's going to happen yeah. there. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, you kind of get the idea. I, I didn't really know too much about it before the movie, but, I mean, it's an okay movie. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cool Runnings is one of those movies that my wife really loved and I'd never seen, and she insisted I watch. And it's fine. It's, you know, like, it's it's a good, uh, you know, find it on TV movie or something like that or, or whatever. Um, it's, uh, or find it on streaming. It's, it's good. It's John Candy's very good in it. It's, um, you know, I wouldn't call it fantastic, but it's, it's a solid movie. I feel that a movie about Jamaican bobsledders would be a lot funnier, even though I've never seen the movie, if it wasn't a Disney movie, because there's so much potential. (laughs) Oh yeah. But I mean, it is a biography obviously too. So the great John Candy, the candy award. That's right. What's the Candy Award for? Best cigar in a movie? <laughs> no, it was uh, Norm Macdonald when he did the uh, Canadian uh, Academy Awards. I, I, are they called Junos? He he repeatedly insisted that they rename the award to the Candy. You know, how they have like the Oscar. Mm-hmm. I like that. But yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, you know, he was obviously like one of the most famous Canadian actors of all time, and generally beloved. I mean, from all for all I know, he didn't have any like crazy scandals. Yeah. And he was probably the second best Uncle Buck behind Kevin. Yeah, top two for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> oh my goodness, poor John Candy. Yeah, he, I I think he was like forty three or or he was he was younger than fifty for sure, which was crazy. Yeah, not not too much older than I am now. 
I mean, especially considering like how productive he was. I mean, but he started, you know, obviously early with like SCTV, but he had so many like movies that, you know, to a lot of people, not necessarily me in all cases. Oh, even mm-hmm. I like him, even the, uh, you know, person like myself who hates everything. I think he's, you know, I've never seen a performance of him that wasn't fun. You know, I mean, I, I was, you know, obviously a little younger. So uh, Chris Farley is really more of my uh, big fat funny guy. But I mean, John Candy is really good too. Mm, yeah. He was, um, you know, he he was uh, my like. He was my favorite. Like, like I I like Chris Farley a lot and everything, but he was, um, yeah, he was the one that like I always like. I always loved his movies. He, like, I grew up with him in the in the eighties. So that was the that like his death hit me pretty hard. That was the I think the first celebrity death where I was like. Oh man, that sucks. You know, like that, like that, like I actually yeah. really cared. You know. Yeah. What would you say? I mean, going back to the topic, what do you think your uh, like? You know, whatever mood you're in, you could watch it, and you'll just be in a good mood after movie is. Oh. Um. You know what? Like, it's it's gonna sound weird because it's not necessarily like a happy movie, but I don't know what it is about this movie. Uh, catch me if you can. The uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like a fun movie. Yeah, Tom Hanks, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. There's something about that movie that, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, all the the adventures that he does or, or whatever, but uh, that movie always, like, makes me feel good. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah, that's uh, that one. And, like, probably Big Trouble. Like, you mentioned it earlier, Big Trouble in Little China. That's probably another one, too, for me. Um, they don't really like that movie. You don't like it? Not that, I mean, it's okay. I don't. I, I understand a lot of people have like a huge obsession with it. I know a person who named his son Jack after Jack Burton, but to me, the oh, movie's wow. just eh, it's all right. Really? Was that Jack White's dad? No, it's a guy I uh, game with. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I'm not that obsessed with it, but uh, but it's a movie I enjoy. They're, like I like a lot of those, like Overboard and and. A lot of those like eighty comedy movies I like. Yeah, not so much on my head. What what about you? What's your uh what's your Oh I already said hot fuzz. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you I remember you said like yeah, for, for the very opening moment that movie's hilarious. And then it's gets it, it's 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 great in so many ways. Another good one, Baby Driver, also by Edgar Wright. I haven't seen that one yet. It's good. That's uh, that. I think that's maybe the one Edgar Wright movie I haven't seen. I haven't seen The World's End. I saw that one. It's 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 fine. Yeah, I saw part of it, and it's like this kind of reminds me way much of like Hot Fuzz. I mean, even though it's different, it's just like yeah, this is not different enough from you know Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz. But I mean, I'm sure it's okay. I just haven't really watched. It. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it at some point. It's the least of those three movies of the trilogy to me, but it's odd. Me too. I saw like half an hour of it, and it was all right. Yeah, uh, they have a show on Net- on uh, Amazon. Now. I can't remember what it's called. It's about like hunting like ghosts or something like that. Who who does? Who's got a show? And, Edgar or uh, Nick Frost? I think I think he's the one who created the show, but also Simon Pegg is on it as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, about ghost hunting. Something like that. Nick this Frost. This one's a goddamn ghost. <laughs> That's what it's called. I haven't really seen Nick Frost in anything other than Edgar Wright movies. Have you seen him in anything else? Um, I think he was in 
Uh, well, Paul was an, an Edgar Wright thing, right? Or, or at least um, I don't think it was Edgar Wright, but I I know Simon Pegg was in it as well, which I haven't seen that. Is that any good? Uh, it's fine. You know, uh, who's surprisingly like Seth uh, Rogen? Surprisingly good. Um, as uh, you know, the like the alien, the titular oh. alien, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think Seth Rogen. I'm surprised he hasn't been like a dramatic movie yet. He's. I, I think he'd be pretty good in that. He uh, apparently. I thought I've seen at least. Apparently, Nick Frost is going to be in a Captain Pugwash movie. I don't know what that is. Uh, it was a. It's a uh, comic strip pirates. Like I think mo- more popular in England and, and stuff like that. But like I would. I would hope so. Mid seventies, like uh, comic book pirate thing. Um. And they had this like, there's uh, like this. Uh, they had a TV show that like had a theme song that that uh, you know had that the thing, but the that sound effect. But yeah, what the fuck? Like, why would they make this? Yeah, I mean, not every fucking you know fond memory from your childhood has become a movie now. And who like the people that would remember this? They have to be like the elder statesmen of the movie industry at this point. Like this, Great. this should have come out during the era when the Brady Bunch movie came out. I mean, I don't really think about this. Maybe it's great, but I mean, uh, pirate pirates don't interest me at all. Like, I have no interest in any type of piracy. You don't. You don't want to see Barnabas. I mean, like the Captain Phillips movie, I mean, sea piracy, space piracy, none of that is, it's just boring to me. I mean, it seems like something that's really not interesting to begin with. And then it's like, you, I mean, I know some people are obsessed with pirates and that kind of stuff, but it's just, it's just not interesting to me at all. Yeah, I don't get it. It's like, it's a ancient, profe- like, I'm not going to go see a movie about uh, a barrel maker. Cooper, Great. the a movie. Cooper, Cooper, yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about if you were able to hang with him? Yeah, what what if it starred Chris Cooper? <laughs> Actually, that'd probably be pretty good. Oh, yeah, I'd watch anything Chris. Oh my god! <laughs> so I'm on I'm on Google or one of the news sites anyway, and um, it says you know it's like I said it it says Trump Trump lets uh, administration begin Biden transition, but the the photo of him <laughs> he looks like a fucking ghoul like. Uh-huh. They they purposely took a bad picture. I mean, like his it it looks like um Greg Toland uh lit this picture. <laughs> like it's it's all uh, half lit and and everything. Um, he looks like he's Mark for the uh, folks at home. Who's Greg Toland? Oh, he was a uh, uh fantastic early cinematographer. Worked with uh, Orson Welles on Citizen Kane and um. Just a uh, gotcha. a master of uh, cinematography. Very good. But yeah, so uh, that's that's uh, that. <laughs> Great. Uh, do you have an IMDb game? I do. All right, I'm ready. All right, I'm going to read you a couple at a time. All right. A woman is seen for a split second, half naked. Her breasts are seen for a couple seconds. Mm. Friday the 13th. No. (laughs) A man in a bathtub stands up, revealing full frontal male nudity for a brief moment. Huh. Um, The Shining? No. Although that does bring me to something hilarious. Um, 
I, I found a random movie table on a on a IMDb where you just like roll a number between uh, one and twelve hundred and thirty nine, and then you pick that movie. And so I was like scrolling to find because I rolled a number that was pretty high up there. I'm not gonna tell you what, so you can't reverse engineer this. Okay. Um, but uh, I was I, I saw the bottom of one before you click on like next page. And I just listed the people in it. And it said Scatman Scatman Crothers. And I'm like that'd be pretty funny if I like had like guess a movie by the cast and you go Scatman Crothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you can you can go on IMDb and like randomly select a movie? Not. It's not as good as that. Someone made a list of like, uh, like I said, twelve hundred and thirty nine movies, and then you go to random.org and you know do a random number between that range and then pick the movie. And most of them that I've seen so far, I've heard of at least, and you've probably seen most of them. Okay. What are, how, how many movies do you think you've seen? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I'd say probably in the neighborhood of like uh, fifteen hundred to two thousand, probably. Yeah, you're. I've probably seen maybe like. 200 maybe yeah yeah i've I, when i used to do when i used to write a column where i you know did um movie reviews and i uh i did you know like uh oscar like picks and stuff like that like sometimes i'd watch five movies in a day uh, so so I, i've really gone through movies uh you know in my life i bet a man is hung upside down naked his crotch is seen multiple times well, the the one I can think of that has a ton of male nudity in it, um, and hung upside down, yeah, that, that definitely happens too. Uh, Django Unchained. Django Unchained, yep. Nice. That is a good movie. I like that movie. See, I liked most of the movie, but then at a certain point, like the entire movie like changed genres, and I didn't really care for that. Yeah, I once it goes to like I everyone loves uh, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. I'm, I don't love that section very much. No, but I felt like at the very end, like when Django is like captured, it turns into like almost like a black exploitation or soul cinema movie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that part, like at that point, it's like not interesting anymore. Yeah. It becomes a little too farcical. I think I know what Quentin Tarantino is trying to do there, but it doesn't, it doesn't, Fully work for me either. I think there's enough uh, silliness with the the um, the clan scene. Honestly, yeah, with, with the, yeah, yeah. With Jonah Hill, I think that that's perfect. That makes the racists yeah. look stupid enough and takes all the, their power away enough. I think. Yeah, yeah. That uh, I mean, it, it's really good up to that point, which is uh, to me, it's just uh, annoying because you know it's a pretty good movie, and then it's eh, it's not good. Yeah. Although the part where the dogs are after the escaped uh, slave, oh my god, that is legitimately terrifying. Oh, I'd yeah. love for Tarantino to do a horror movie. Yeah, I really think he would be good at that. Uh, you know, I I do yeah. I do like since uh, losing um, uh, Sally Menke, who who uh, edited uh, pretty much his movies, yeah, yeah all his movies up until she died, unfortunately. Um, you know, I think uh, I, I think that that has hurt him a little bit. Like he he hasn't found a suitable replacement for her, somebody that he trusts enough you know that's 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 talented at their job, like she was. 
what to me is probably the funniest thing about this IMDb page on the movie is I saw there's a section called Goofs. Mm-hmm. Listen to this goof. Several characters pronounce the word valet to rhyme with ballet. This mispronunciation did not gain popularity in the United States until after 1950. Before then, it was pronounced a rhyme with mallet. That's our fucking goof in the movie. <laughs> you should say valet. That's not Mendy. <laughs> there's a, uh, yeah. I, th- I think somebody pointed out there was like a, there's a Beethoven, a uh, piece of Beethoven music in the movie. And they were like, yeah, that had come out at that time, but that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have gotten across to America by then. And it's like, what? <laughs> come on. Yeah, it's just funny. I, I love pettiness, uh, and so that, to me, is just so fun. What a goof. <laughs> hey, did you ever end up watching uh, the Fresh Prince uh, um, reboot or remake or whatever? No. Yeah, that, to me, is not really... I mean, so it was a show I watched, but it's not a show that I would go out of my way to watch. Like, it was on after or before The Simpsons, so I, mm-hmm. I watched a lot of shows that were on before or after The Simpsons. Yeah. That was one of them. Yeah, I um, I was gonna watch it for the show, but like, cause I saw it was on there, uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to watch it. Like, I don't, I don't have a desire to watch it. Right. You know, what I did watch this week. Uh, I watched Universal Soldier. Oh, that's a good one. That's that's technically in uh, what universe is that in? That's in some universe. Aliens. Universal Soldier. Yeah. The the Van Dam slash uh, Dolph Lundgren joint. Yeah, that's in that's secretly huh. in some uh, some movie universe, and I don't remember which one now. Because there's there's something that links it with. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a. I didn't see it. Go ahead. I'm I'm just gonna find it. Sure, but I hadn't seen that movie in probably 15 plus years, and uh, when I watched it, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hold up. No, no, I, I don't know how it, I mean, obviously the answer was I was like 12 when it came out, or when I first saw it, that's mm-hmm. how it held up then, but it's like, it, it's it's just not good. I mean, there's, first of all, Dolph Lundgren is very good in it, and again, I've said this many times, I don't know how Dolph Lundgren is not a much bigger star. I mean, he's like a, he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger that can act. Yeah. No, I agree. Yep. I mean, he's very good. Van Damme is very bad. He's so bad in this movie. You know, we need to watch for a uh, dumpster diving. Uh, I think it's called Knockoff. It's a movie with him and uh, Rob Schneider, where they uh, where they investigate like some stolen or counterfeit exploding jeans. Oh my god! Are you serious? That or I thought they were the same movie. Unfortunately, they are different movies. This one might be better. It's a uh, Van Damme and um, Dennis Rodman, and it's called double team or something like that and according oh, yeah. to my friend matt at one point they're parachuting in a giant basketball oh my god now i've heard of i've heard of the second one double team or whatever it is yeah but i've never a prominent rub schneider is a knockoff i've never heard of knockoff and i really wonder who thought that was a good idea yeah i don't know knockoff jeans that explode how does that even happen I, I, I don't know. That's that's why would you put that in your knockoff jeans? We gotta watch that, Mark. I don't know what it's on. Yeah, we'll find it. Oh, uh, Roland Emmerich directed Universal Soldier. <laughs> Say no more. And Dean Devlin wrote it, so there you go. 
I don't know what else or, uh, Roland Emmerich. Uh, he directed. did uh, the day the Earth stood. No, no. What's it called? The day after tomorrow and Independence Day and uh, huh. all that shit. Interesting. The Godzilla in 1998 or whatever. Dean Devlin. Dean Devlin wrote Independence Day and Godzilla, um, and then like uh, Geostorm. Oh, okay. 2012, yeah. probably. Yeah, so I'm sure he's involved. The with core. The Patriot. Get off the phone. Yep. You know, speaking of the Patriot, you know who's I'd love to see in more movies is that Jason, uh, what's his name? The guy who's a bad guy in the Patriot? Um, Jason I, Patrick? Yes. He's very good. Like, he's always a bad guy, it seems, but I, I like him. He's a really good bad guy, especially in that movie. I mean, that movie's not great, but I mean, he in that is very good. Yeah, I do. I like him too, actually. What the fuck? What? Ah. I can't find what I want to know, which is what? What? Uh, How do you know if you're really in love? Yeah. You need a giant fucking foot to slowly come towards your face <laughs> to figure that out. Yeah, I don't. It's it's secretly part of some cinematic universe, but I don't remember which one. I think it's Aliens or something. I don't know. There was a remake uh, of, uh, or I don't know if it was a remake or whatever it was, of Universal Soldier, like five or ten years ago. It was actually pretty good. Was it called uh, Galactic Soldier? No, it, I don't remember. It was like uh, it was set in Russia, and like these people like kidnapped some Russians. Uh, it, it, it was a very good movie. In, you know, in, in Soviet Ru- Ru- in Soviet Russia, <laughs> uh, Soldier <laughs> Universe is you. Exactly. Yeah. Also, another another person I like a lot, Michael J. White, was in uh, Universal Soldier. Jaleel White? No, Michael J. White, the guy oh. who played Spawn. Oh, yeah. Not not Hannibal Jackson? No, not Hannibal Jackson. <laughs> That's the reunion I want to see. Hannibal Jackson joining the um, the Family Matters reunion. As long as uh, steve is there. Yeah, did you see, did you ever see the, uh, or I think you might have shown it to me, I don't know. There was, uh, I want to say it was, it's either Funny or Die or College Humor or Cracked or one of those, where it was, um, it was Urkel, but like, like be, being evil basically, but it wasn't steve It was, uh. No, I haven't seen this. I'm shocked. I'm uh, a Jaleel White uh, completist, I thought. So, uh, basically it shows, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, the you know Carl, the uh, the lead I guess of Family Matters. Oh Lord, how do I, Reginald Vell Johnson? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it shows Reginald Vell Johnson, and he's like, um, who went to the same high school as Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy? Oh, did he? Yeah, nice. But they he goes he like walks into the producer's office, and they're like, yeah, you know, uh, we really love uh, you know what's going on, but we want to because uh, and Reginald Vell Johnson's like, there's a lot of Urkel in this script now like yeah I say don't you think he must love and hate Julia White because he's I mean Reginald Johnson finally gets a TV show no he worked hard on uh, Perfect Strangers mm-hmm. it's a, wait was it him or his wife who was on Perfect Strangers I think it was his wife actually yeah well regardless I mean he's been like a veteran actor he's like yeah I finally got a show and then fucking Julia White shows up yeah steals the whole thing but that's basically what it is and it's like uh, like Urkel walks in and he's like Oh, what's wrong, Reginald? Like, and he like he looks like a, a villain, 
and everything. He's lit like uh, like Donald Trump was in that uh, video. Is this whole fucking uh, podcast about cinematography, Mark? Yeah, it should be. <laughs> Best boy. All right. Key grip. Key grip. Yeah, I'll have to check that out because I I am a big fan of uh, Family Matters. I've watched a lot of them, but at a certain point, I stopped watching. And then it was on one day, I'm like, "Oh, I'll check this out," and it made no sense. They were like teleporting or something <laughs> at Disney World or Epcot Epcot Center, maybe. <laughs> it is weird how grounded those shows started and how just bonkers they became at the end. Oh, yeah, def- I mean, that might be the worst one ever. I mean, obviously, they at one point like, yeah, we have a machine, and he's cool now. It's right. okay. Yep. <laughs> and then the best part was that, like, Laura liked him now that he was cool. Like, she just was so fucking shallow. Right. And so, all of a sudden, there's a bunch of world-breaking elements that uh, get introduced into the show. There's a machine yeah, that makes him cool. We can teleport anywhere we want to. That's a... Uh, you know, that's a world-changing technology, right? Yeah, but it's only used for comic purposes. I'm, I'm going to use it to get Laura to like me. <laughs> Although, to be fair, the uh, the machine that turned him into Stefan Urkel was rather unstable, so I could see how you wouldn't really release that just yet. Sure. You need some more R&D on that. Oh, but that is our show for the night, Mike. Uh, do you want to give uh, anybody uh, some Thanksgiving shout-outs before we go? No, not really. All right. Well, I give thanks to to you for being my co-host uh, for all low these many years. Oh, yeah. I meant that, actually. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving. We will see you next week. Bye. We'll see you next week.